On today's JMO with Josh and Joe, it is five, four days before the lunar year. Four days before the lunar year. No, I'm just kidding. It's Super Bowl <laughs> week, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Super Bowl week. Uh, we do our Super Bowl preview. We go through um, a detailed preview. Mm-hmm. Detailed preview of each team. We give you our predictions. So basically, um, fade. Fade them all. Yeah. And some twists. It, oh, a couple of twists. A couple of twists. A couple of prop bets. A couple of prop go bets. Through, go through a couple of prop bets that you may not, eh, some people may not, you know, normally bet. Mm-hmm. So you might want to just fade those. Um, we get a little more uh, NFL news. There's a, another coaching hire. There are no more teams left in the NFL without a coach. Nope. And there are some surprising coaches without jobs. We, uh, we go through all of that. Um, <clears throat> then we hop into some NBA talk. We talk a little bit about the Pelicans. They're on a three-game win streak. Mm-hmm. They're doing pretty good. Um, then we go through a little bit of the rest of the NBA. Um, some teams are hot. Some teams are hot, Joe. Real, real hot. Really, really hot. We go through who those are. We go through uh, what makes them work. Um, James Harden has figured it out. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the part of the process. He's uh, not process. He's he's figured out that he's part of the problem. Yeah, he's he's been listening to Taylor Swift. Yes, he's part of the problem. He figured it out. So we'll uh, we get a little we dive a little more into the NBA. Uh, I think that's about it, huh? I think so. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> Welcome to Jim Moore, Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, February 6th, four days before the Lunar New Year. And Joe, the Taylor Swift Bowl is here. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. It is the Taylor um, Super Bowl week. So our little Super Bowl preview. Um, I don't know what the Lunar New Year means, but it's coming up February 10th. So be um, be careful of that. Is that when the lunatics is celebrate? The lunatics year? celebrate okay. New Year's. Well, it's good. They're being inclusive. They're they're having a New Year for um for crazy people. It's it's about time. Crazy mm-hmm. people kind of gotten overlooked. They're uh, they've been discriminated. Yes, they have, and they probably get. That's why they're getting crazier and crazier. Um, so yeah, there you go. Lunatics get their own New Year, February tenth, coming up, and the day after that we get a Super Bowl, and I um. Because I did so, so bad on uh, at gambling on the conference championship games, I said I wasn't going to gamble on the Super Bowl. Well, that was a lie. That was a lie? That was a lie. Um, I am 100% going to gamble on the Super Bowl. Um, as a matter of fact, I got some prop bets I wanted to, I'm, I'm going to talk about later um, that I want to, uh, I'm going to need to address because, you know, the... I always bet on the Gatorade. I got to bet on the Gatorade. That's just one of those things that, like, I'm, I'm going to bet on the color. And that's going to be a really enticing segment for viewers. And that's not because from a professional standpoint that, you know, of what to bet. It's actually to fade the bets. That's true. Yes. So, yes. That is true. Um, really exciting a, moment for us. Yes. Yeah, sneak peek. I'm going to bet orange. I think the gate. So basically what the Gatorade means is it. You are betting on what the color of the Gatorade that is poured on the winning coach will be. I'm going to go ahead and bet orange. So orange. Don't bet orange. <laughs> don't bet orange at all. 
Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to give y'all some. Basically, I'm going to give y'all some winning picks. Just fade them. Um, but yeah, let's get to the Super Bowl preview. Um, it's obviously a big game. We got a, c- a couple of NFL things that happened since the last time <clears throat> we were on air. I do want to say we will next week. We won't be recording until Wednesday. We have a um, little holiday here in Louisiana. We like to call Mardi Gras, and that is next Tuesday. And trust me, neither Joe nor I will be in any state to record. Um, that day, promise you. The state will be totally shut down, and so will our bodies. Yes, yes. Mental capacities, physical capacity, and it's spiritually, I will be shut down too. Yeah. We, it, it, we shut down spiritually for this. This is actually originated from the Easter, I think it was a religious thing, right? Fat Tuesday, you get fat before Lent. Yes. Ash Wednesday's the, the, the day after. Yeah, it, it actually, yeah, so it shuts us down spiritually too. Um, we're just completely shut down. We yeah. don't. I mean, the whole state, like you said, the whole state shuts down. It's it's a giant, beautiful mess, and it's it's a wonderful thing. I'm gonna be drunk for like four days straight. My company, for example, so it its headquarters is in New Orleans, and it actually has some other headquarters in Maryland, Michigan, and so what they actually do for their holiday season is they actually will be like, hey. You other locations, you can have an extra day of holiday, whatever y'all want to choose it as, but we are getting Mardi Gras. <laughs> like, we are going to get Mardi Gras, and then you use that day. You can use it any time of the year. If you don't want to celebrate Mardi Gras, fine. You don't have to have it off, but New Orleans will have it off. It's a state holiday. It really yep. is. They shut down schools. Schools are out. Yep. School's out. Um. Yeah, it's actually kind of wild. It, New Orleans is, 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 a different, is a different place. It's not... It's not American. Like it's it's a it's a whole like you know how Vatican City's kind of its own country. Yeah, that's kind of how New Orleans is. More specifically, downtown New Orleans. I and honestly, it's a scientific fact that it's the most European American city in right. the U.S. It's a French ass city, but I'm just talking about like it's just you go down there, you're just like, where am I? You're, yeah, you're not. You don't. You're not in America. It's also taking its own little turn. As far as so like a, a it's I own own identity. Yes, yes, it has. It, it Bourbon Street is a one of a kind place, and I like <clears throat> it's not everybody's cup of tea. I get it. There's a lot going on. It is a lot of people. There's a lot of drunk people. There's a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of weird shit. There's just it's a lot, but it is it is something you have to experience once in your life because it is absolutely insane. And it's it's in my opinion, it's one of the more beautiful things. I think it's like a beautiful mess, beautiful disaster, like uh you know that three eleven song, beautiful disaster. It's 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 just it's so much fun, so yes. much fun. You know how like F one has like the different courses and race courses and you know you got football stadiums that and some of them are just like the most prestigious i feel like this is more relatable to like if you're a people watcher this is like the hall of fame venue to go to if you want to if you get high off of like people watching like i do yeah yeah i go to my local walmart just to people watch yeah so they have the nfl Hall of Fame in Canton. Mm-hmm. They have the MLB Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Yep. This is the people watching Hall of Fame is New Orleans. Is New Orleans. Yeah. So they, okay. <clears throat> yeah. No, absolutely. If you like people watching, this is it. Just make sure you keep your uh, your wallet and phone and everything really close to you because <laughs> they, <laughs> they 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 got some they got some people that like to 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 
to steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crossed the boundaries. It's crossed that line quite a bit. But, so just beware of that. Yeah, if but if you think about it, like a lot of big cities have have that problem. Just New Orleans is a little on the higher side. You yes, know. it's it, per capita. We're good. Yeah, per capita. We got to say per capita. Per capita. Okay. Um, anyways, let's get to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, preview. 49ers are favored minus two, I believe. Can you can you fact check that? I it the lines. I I saw minus one and a half um, just a couple hours ago. ESPN bets. Can you? Now okay. it was ESPN bets, but I can I can check. Yeah. Can you double check? I want to just as for real time. Um, get the over under and the uh, and spread. Cause I like. The uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, we'll, we'll 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 break it down. I, I want I'm gonna break it down between like we'll just, we'll go through coaches, quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, everything. Who we like better? Um, oh wow, Fanduel Fanduel has it updated minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. San Fran. I feel like it it it's been going up, right? Well, like I said, I had. Seen minus one and a half for San Fran, and that was like two hours ago. And I saw minus two about an hour ago. So that like, actually calculates but, quite. But yeah, but like we we're use we're looking at different sites. Um, Fanduel, that's a pretty good one. Minus two and a half at, on Fanduel. I I think I think people are just purely betting the the Niners out of spite. Like they just want the Niners to win because they don't want they don't want the Chiefs to win. Yeah, I I, th- I think so too. Which would honestly, it really, and I, it pains me to say this. It honestly makes it appear like it's going to be a Chiefs win, like it's a part of the script. Well, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to that. I uh, I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about with that. Um, the over under is forty seven and a half. I'm gonna slam that over. That's not even a question for me. Um, I know I'm going to – again, look, I'm giving y'all perfect material and perfect um, betting. Just just any type of betting you want to do, you just fade what I do, and you're going to win a lot of money, okay? I'm picking the over because I'm really – I'm actually confident in that. I, do, I really do think this is going to be a, a high-scoring game. I, I think it's going to be close. I, I don't know. I For whatever reason, and I, it's, this is not logically based, but, like, my head always – goes towards like these big games like this that it's a slow paced game because there's a shitload of commercials and this may be just my point of view so like the offense can't get into a rhythm so I always have a tendency is to kind of when the it's 47 and a half like that I have a tendency to kind of go to the um, the under and and you'd probably be right because what the the San Francisco 49ers should do what they should do is run the ball run 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 that's the that's the weak part of the uh the Chiefs defense, um, and honestly, the the I think the the fucking Chiefs are gonna be they're gonna be uh, throwing those little short passes in the flats, cause like they I like they're gonna have to, um, I think they're gonna attack their secondary a little more, so they he might be passing a little bit more down downfield, um, just cause Greenlaw and and Warner are just monsters. Yeah, they're they're in their their front seven is just is all fucking studs. That's it. It's just only studs. Um, so I think that he that Mahomes should attack their secondary a little bit more, and especially early. 
Early, yes. Especially early, because if you remember the NFC Championship, and quite often this season, the, San Francisco has gotten in trouble early. If you mm-hmm. if somebody's, like, you know, really punched them in the mouth from the get-go, they've gotten down, but yeah. have been able to work their way back up because they're obviously a talented team. Correct, yes. Um, so, we'll see. I'm gonna, Again, I'm going to bet the over. I just... I, I, I just don't. I just don't like betting the under. I don't know. It's it's weird. But you want to go through each each uh, position. Well, I guess we won't do each position. But like on offense, we'll do the positions, and then on defense, we'll kind of like we'll go linebackers, D line, cornerbacks. Okay. Um. Let's do co- coaches. Start off with the head coach, Kyle Shanahan versus Andy Reid. I'm going Andy Reid. I like he's he's beaten Kyle Shanahan before in the Super Bowl. He has been to. I don't know how many he won the Super Bowl last year. Like I, I just like you can't go against Andy Reid in this in this situation, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you're right. On paper, you've got Kyle Shanahan, the greatest choke artist in these type of games. Correct. Whenever you know, obviously, point to Atlanta and San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then you got Andy Reid, who is the best coach in the NFL. Okay, that's, so I I agree. I, I don't think there's anybody better than than Andy Reid right now. I was just kind of waiting for like the, page, the, the Patriots fans, yeah, yeah, yeah the, to start spilling out. Bill Bell, like Patriots fans are gonna have PTSD. <laughs> like, no, wait, oh wait, well, he's not our coach anymore. I was kind of imagining them ca- crawling through like the camera and just like yelling at me, yeah. about it. But, but you can't, you but can't. you can't because that's not. Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick is not in the NFL right now. Exactly. Like I guess if you consider the free agent market like still part of it, but no, he's not employed by any particular NFL team right now. Yes. So yeah, you're right. You're right. He is. He's the greatest coach in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um. So I'm guessing is that who you're picking? Yeah, I'm picking Andy Reid. Okay. Let's go quarterback Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. Um. If this isn't a no-brainer for you, then you probably shouldn't. You you probably never. You're you're probably a Swifty who hasn't watched uh, um, enough football, football yeah. or didn't even pay attention to Patrick Mahomes because you were just focused on Travis Kelsey. Right. Well, no. In this case, most of the time when it comes to to like uh Swifties, they're gonna pick the most the more attractive quarterback, and I I'm gonna say Brock Purdy's probably. Probably the more attractive quarterback. He's got the more of the dad look, even though Patrick Mahomes does have the dad bod. He has the dad bod. He, he does have the dad bod. Yes, he does. Um, but I think uh, with the the apparel that he wears, Brock Purdy and his like his face, he just has that dad face. I, I don't know. He looks kind of like young though. He does. I mean, maybe your historian teacher. I don't know. And also. Trav- or, uh, Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that's not as attractive for the ladies. No, did you see? He's like, oh yeah, I got a six pack underneath his dad bod. Yes, I did. That's actually the that's- reference I was making. Oh, uh, okay. That's where his dad was hiding his beer. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? God. Too soon? That was too soon. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. That was a good one. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with I'm I'm, I'm going with Mahomes. Like he, obviously, it's obvious, right? I'm gonna I got a M Night Shyamalan oh, twist to no, this one. Don't do that. Yes, yes. No, okay, so that. like every Superman has his kryptonite, right? Every Superman has his kryptonite. What okay. has been Patrick Mahomes' kryptonite in the playoffs? Joe Burrow. Well, yes. Not anybody but Josh Allen. Not Josh Allen. Tom Brady. Okay. Has not beaten Tom. He's not beaten Tom Brady. He has beaten Joe Burrow, but he has not beaten Tom Brady before in the playoffs. He's zero okay. two. Okay, so you're 
Okay, where are you going with this? What's what if his kryptonite is late round drafted QBs? Ah, so you're only basing this on Joe or uh, on Tom Brady? Tom Brady's performance against Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yes. All right. Small sample size, but I like it. I like it. You're getting ahead of it. I'm getting ahead of it. And, okay. and, and like people may try to dispute it. They may try to throw out facts like you know. Patrick Mahomes does not play defense, mm-hmm. um, you know, to combat Brock Birdie. But you no, know what? I you, you're getting in front of it. I, I I I don't I don't agree, but I don't disagree. I don't know if that's a that's that's a, that's not a good answer. That's a terrible answer. But I you just I, don't know enough to argue against it. I I, I right. I, <laughs> I don't know enough to argue against it. You're you're absolutely correct. Because there's no data on Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. Haven't met in the regular in the regular season. The only time they did right. technically did it wasn't Brock Purdy didn't start. Jimmy Garoppolo started in 2022, and then Brock Purdy came in through like four five passes mm-hmm. at the end of the game. Garbage time. Garbage time. That doesn't count. But it doesn't count. Yeah, that we saw that with the the um, Green Bay, the the Green Bay Dallas playoff game was like one of my favorite games. Just in the in the fact that like, if you watch that game, you came away saying Dak Prescott sucked. But if you just look at the box score, you're like, damn, Dak Prescott played really well. He had himself a Blaine Gabbert game. Yes, he did. And like that's why like I love. I'm, I will reference that game. Anytime somebody brings up a stats, uh, a box score, the box like, score, I don't care. You gotta watch the fucking game. You gotta actually see the game flow. You gotta see because Dak Prescott couldn't play football in the first half. He got the yips. Like he could not play football in the first half of that game. It was well, terrible. It's a typical Dak move in the playoffs. Dak move all day. I mean, he did it for my fantasy playoff. I don't even know how he knew I was in the fantasy playoffs and I was riding on him the entire year. But he just choked in my first round of my fantasy playoffs. Indeed. Damn. <laughs> like he chokes said, in the fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't matter what playoffs it is. He's just going to choke. choke. Oh, man. Um, okay, so I'm got Wait, so you're going with Brock Purdy as the better quarterback in this one. You're going to put your money on Brock Purdy in this one. No, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All right. You, that wasn't that was an M. Night Shyamalan twist. It, well it, it got you there for a you second. You got me. Um, all right, running back, this should be pretty obvious. Um Christian McCaffrey versus Isaiah Pacheco. I, dude, I love Pacheco. I'm not trying to take anything away from Pacheco. He's had an insane rookie year. He's he's done. It's his rookie year, right? This is his second year. Second year. Okay, he's had an insane sophomore year. Like he's done really, really well. Um, Christian McCaffrey's just that fucking good. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. And do you want? If you want, anytime you want to like put like a little cherry on top. Of a parlay that you think you're gonna win, but you really not. Throw Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown in there. Yeah, and yep, I, I absolutely. Think you, I think you should throw a, a, any a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown in this one. If you're gonna put, if you're gonna make a parlay, at least add that. It's a plus like 125 or something like that. It's not. It, it's and it'll boost it. And it's a it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Fucking tea. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna go McCaffrey. I, I love how you just said that because now like. People are going to fade it. Now you have to fade it. Yeah, that's true. Damn. You going to do that to everybody? Well, I mean, <laughs> you're going to make a lot of money, I guess. I don't know. Is there a way to do Christian McCaffrey no touchdowns? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. We'll have to look. Yeah, you got to look that up. Uh, tight ends. Greg Kittle and uh, – or George Kittle. Oh, I'm sorry. George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. I – 
I'm going to go Travis Kelsey. He's turned it on these playoffs, bro. He has turned it on. I get it. Kittle has played out of his mind, I know. But this is this is the Super Bowl. This is Travis Kelsey trying to impress Taylor Swift. I, I he he's I think he goes off. Yeah, I think you're right because in there's a significance with the playoffs. So, you know, obviously the playoffs most prestige moment in the NFL. What it was the most prestige moment in music industry just recently. Grammys. The Grammys. And Taylor Swift just got some uh accolades on herself, so I don't think he wants to be one upped. Well, or he's got a match. He's got a match at yeah. least. I mean, he had a great AFC Championship game, but let's let maybe they're just trying to like keep one up in each other. That maybe that's why they you know they've been in the relationship this long. They they're actually just two truly they're just, competitive people. They're, they're competing against each other. Yeah. Damn, dude, I can't wait till they break up. That's gonna be one hell of a fucking album. <laughs> Good lord, that's gonna be like the greatest fucking album. I think Roger Goodell will cry. <laughs> yeah. He'll cry listening to that album. <laughs> He'll be in the shower just with all his clothes on, just squatting down, holding his legs, just listening to Taylor Swift. What if, like, she already just announced that she has a new album coming out this spring? What if that is, like, basically she's about to, like, break up with, like, Travis Kelsey? Well, a lot of people are saying he might propose, which I don't think he's going to propose at the Super Bowl. Uh, that was actually a prop bet. <laughs> that was a prop bet. Yeah, will, will Taylor Swift pro- or will Travis Kelsey propose at the Super Bowl? Like, that's a, that's a no. That's a no go. T- Travis Kelsey, he's all business right now. He's all, all business. Bu- all business. He will not. He will. He'll do much better than that for a proposal. Please, he'll he'll rent out a fucking island to propose to Taylor Swift. You have to. She's a billionaire. And if she's not a billionaire, she's gonna be a billionaire at some point. So like, you can't you can't just propose at your own Super Bowl. Like that's not no. This is about you, Travis. This is about you. You proposed to her in the most romantic way possible. Didn't like Kanye run out like the giant stadium to propose to Kim Kardashian or something like that? Wasn't it? I, I thought it was something ridiculous like that. I think you might be right. I just don't know much about Kanye I, or Kimmy. Kimmy, yeah, Kimmy to. Kimye, Kimye to, Kimye. to really know. I mean, I, 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 I loved Kanye, but like the mid two thousands Kanye, you can say what you want about Kanye right now, but mid mid two thousands Kanye had some of the best albums of all time. I mean, everybody was on Kim Kardashian's dick. Like, it was just you know they they were just a power couple, pretty much. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah. I kept up. I kept up. Sue me. Um. Anyway, so do we? We get so off topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we're both going Kelsey on this one, huh? Yes, yeah. I don't think Kittle really cares. I think he's just he's like one of those guys he just wants to win. He doesn't care if he's the best tight end. Yeah. No, I all right, so I'm picking Kelsey. All right, let's go wide receivers. <clears throat> this is this should be kinda obvious as well. Uh, I'm gonna go San Francisco. Well, we have to determine whether Kadarius Tony actually gets the ball in his hands. Because he is a number one receiver if he gets the ball. Oh, yeah, that's true. If he gets it in his hands. If he gets the ball in his hands, he's a number well, one receiver. Okay, well, as a wide receiver, how do you go about getting the ball in your hands? Do you, I, do you, I have, think, do you have to catch it? I think that's a plot hole you, right here. You have to catch Oh, Oh, it's a plot hole. Like his hands? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah, no, he. You, yeah, you have to catch it in order to get it in your hands. Yes, so I'm not really following where Kadarius Tony is coming from. Uh, a lot of crazy things coming back from him. They should have put him back on the injury list. Also, 
That that was kind of funny. <laughs> why why on God's green earth would you come out and say that you're not injured and that you have no idea why you're sitting? Why would you do that? Did you see that? I, well, I saw that. You saw that? Yeah. Like they're they're Kansas City's like they're 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 being nice to you there. What are you what are you doing? Yep. Yep. <laughs> You know, I, it was funny. Like this all was happening with Kadarius Tony, and I was like, "Man, it's almost like Le'Veon Bell's like back in the NFL." Yeah, and he's sure, the he's the wide receiver version of Le'Veon Bell. And sure enough, Le'Veon Bell finds this way to trying to get back in the NFL again. Yeah, how do you do that? Uh, so he's mentioned that he actually makes wants to make a return. He's going to make a final push to go back to the NFL, but he only wants to play with one team. Tell me it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's absolutely the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he didn't say it. He's like, I don't need to tell y'all the name. Y'all know who it is. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I it's mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's, it's obvious. Yeah, it's the Pittsburgh fucking Steelers. Yes. <laughs> um, I, 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 Dude, how old's Le'Veon Bell? I got to I, I gotta figure that out first because... Le'Veon it, Bell is actually not that old. If Like, <clears throat> not as old as you would think he is. I, I thought, I think, yeah, he's 31. Okay, that's about where I thought. That's about when running backs are, are done. Like, that, they, they're, they're teetering out. Well, Raheem Mostert, he's actually 31. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. He, because um, that, that was the graph that I saw, was he was the same age as, like, Le'Veon Bell. Um, there was a couple other running backs as well. Wow, I, I think older know. than Derrick Henry. I didn't. I mean, you can always like just be like, "Hey, Frank Gore was like, you know, 50. There's some exceptions. There are some exceptions. Frank Gore is one of them. Um, let's see. I think Sean Alexander. He he played for a while. Adrian Peterson, but he Adrian Peterson's not human. Um, True. They had some guys. Derrick Henry's looking like he's probably going to play for a while. For a while, he won't be as dominant as he used as he used to be, but. Um, he's still, they'll still be a role. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anyways, let's get to, uh, so, all right. So yeah, I'm picking San Francisco wide receivers. Debo, Ayuk, Jennings. I picked them. I mean, they got Rasheed Rice, right? And then MVS is good for one or two. Yeah. No, Tony tried to make a case, but I'm going to go with San Fran. Yeah, San Fran. Um, offensive line, I'm going 49ers mostly because they have, um, God, I can't, I, I, why can't I think of his name? Trent Williams. Trent Williams. And uh, Joe Thune will be out for the Chiefs. So I'm going San Fran. Yeah, I, I and I think the the offensive scheme works a little bit better for offensive linemen for San Fran, whereas Andy Reid kind of does more of a West Coast offense, and so does Patrick Mahomes, and sometimes it's a little unpredictable. So it's honestly, it's more difficult for the offensive it's linemen. It's so hard to be an offensive lineman for... for but at, at the same time, like... You have Patrick Mahomes. He bails you out sometimes. He bails too. you out all the time. Yeah, yeah. So like, <clears throat> I I'm I'm still sticking with my pick on the O line being San Fran. But yeah, you're right. It's you get bailed out a lot more if you're the Chiefs offensive line. Yep. Plus they're not bad. Like Andy Reid's a good offensive line coach. Like he he he's he does well. They're not terrible. I just they they got injuries and San Fran's got Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Let's go defense. Let's start with um, the D line. I'm gonna. I, you gotta go. Like the only. You you gotta go San Fran. With the D line, right? They they just have guys 
all over the place. They do have dogs. They got um, some dogs, but I mean Chris Jones too, though. He he's up there with those guys. No, he I think he might be the best of them. Like yeah. he might be the best defensive lineman on the field. I'm just saying like they got Nick Bosa, they got fucking Drake um, Greenlaw. Drake No, Greenlaw's a, a running back or a linebacker. Oh, um he? yeah, they got uh Chase Young, Randy Gregory. I guess Randy Gregory kind of plays both. Um Javon Hargrave, Javon Kinlaw. That's who I was thinking. Like they, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, they they got they got guys. They got guys on the front line. Um, and I think that the 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 Chiefs only have basically Chris Jones, which again I think he's the best one, but he's the only one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Karloftis is getting there. He's actually uh, been progressing pretty well, but yeah, no, I, I would have to agree. I think the lines probably goes to the San Fran. I think isn't he Carl Loftus Young? Yeah, yeah he was just drafted set, yesterday. Yes, or yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he, he this was his second year. <clears throat> yeah, no, he's he's been good. He's twenty two years old. Yeah, for sure. They got some young guys on there too, but like, I think overall, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, Forty Niners on defensive line. I'll I'll go same same thing. Okay, let's see linebackers. Um, this is very e very easy for me. Um. Just with Greenlaw and Fred Warner, you got to go 49ers, right? They, yep. yep. That, the, again, like like we alluded to earlier, they, the, the 49ers front seven is like the best in the fucking nation. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we're both in agreement on that one. Yep. The cornerbacks, the DBs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think this is the, the Chiefs' strong suit, their strong point in their defense has been the secondary this year, like besides Chris Jones just wrecking havoc on the on the defensive line, it's been their fucking secondary. Yeah, right. Like, and I mean, I'm not saying I'm taking anything away from the 49ers. <clears throat> they don't really have the the best secondary. I think the Chiefs are just there. They're they're, they're they're the they got they got guys all over the place on that secondary. Well, they do. So San Fran does have uh, Charvarius Charvarius Ward. Yeah. So I don't know. They might actually be stealing signs. You think they're stealing signs? Why? Because Ward actually played for the Kansas City Chiefs whenever they back when they played four years ago in the Super Bowl. Oh, you think he's just uh, so you think okay. do you Getting think paid that's, under the, paid under the table? Yeah, San Fran brought him on to steal the signs. Maybe, maybe from four years ago. I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's that's a far fetched one, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. Hey, you're trying to get an advantage any way you can. Yes. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, Ladarius Need, Trent McDuffie. They, they, I mean, Justin Reed. They, they got just got they got guys everywhere. That that's just that's my point. They got guys all over that fucking secondary. Um, which I think in the, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, I think it's gonna benefit Brock Purdy because he's again the San Francisco 49ers should just run the ball. And do like little slant routes. Yeah, like stay out of the stay out of the flats, stay out of the secondary. Just do slant routes and then down and ends. Like like it's it's a pretty easy game plan. It's just executing it. I think it seems like it sounds like a very big time Debo Samuel type of game. Big Debo Samuel. Type big of game. big time Debo Samuel. But like they usually they usually like to do end arounds for Debo Samuel. I don't think the end arounds are gonna work. They do some. They do some like wide receiver um, short screens, sure. and then they also do some slants with him. Yep. So I, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't, you know, put it out of them to, you know, well, they have that in their sh- game plan. Yeah, they just got a game plan for it because they, that like, they, those, those corners, man, they, they, they fucking tackle. They do well. If you can just set up a screen for Debo behind those big offensive linemen behind Trent Williams, oh, yeah, that'll work. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs corner, Chiefs DBs. Yeah, I will too. But believe it or not, the Chiefs actually statistically. And I know you're going to yell at me for, you're going to call the Dak Prescott rule here. But statistically, the Chiefs were a better defense this year than the 49ers. Okay. Cool. Cool. You're going to Dak Prescott? Me? Well, no, no, no. I'm just going to go injuries. Like, Willie Gay was uh, injured. They're, they're, they they have injuries that are uh, that, that have kind of, they've been banged up. Let's put it that way. They probably did have a, they, they, they look, they were 7-4. and four. Like, they weren't. They weren't bad this year. They were good this year. They were just like it wasn't like they were dominating people and doing things that the nation wanted them to do, like they were expected to do or whatever. They were good. They were a good football team. So I believe it. Yeah. But yeah, so <clears throat> they were a little bit better. They also have a secret weapon, Steve Spagnolia. Mm-hmm. He actually, believe it or not, is the only coordinator that has won multiple uh, Super Bowls from different franchises. Really? So he had the Chiefs and he, hang on, Steve Spagnuolo won with uh, the Seattle. No, not Seattle. No. That was Dan Quinn. Is it going to be, this one's going to be a tough one. Was it the Rams? Nope. He had Steve Spagnuolo. He was another defensive coordinator for a Super Bowl kind of a while back. But the Ravens? honestly, I don't Ravens? Either. No, I don't remember him being on this Who? team. He actually was on the Giants when they beat the Patriots. In 12? In 2012. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. Look at that. You learned something new every day. I had no idea. Okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. I did not know that. Okay, so he's a, he. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, he is. He, he basically tore up the fucking Ravens, which. Again, the, re- the the Ravens not running the ball more that game just, just it it pisses me off because I had a lot of money on the Ravens, like I had the money on the Ravens in the over and it was it was not a great game for me. It was not a great game for me. I thought I figured <clears throat> John Harbaugh would game plan a little bit better. I think that I thought they would run a little more. So place a couple of prop bets on the rushing game and you know it didn't pan out. Obviously, yep. So I'm a little bitter about it. But anyways, let's get back to this game. DBs, Chiefs. We got, we both got Chiefs. We agree. Okay. Special teams. I'm going to go Chiefs just because I trust in Bucker more than Moody. That's it. They're both good They're both good kickers. I just – the Bucker's 7 of 7, I think, in the playoffs. He's on, he, he hasn't missed in the playoffs. Uh, Moody's, I think, missed one or two. Uh, <clears throat> regular season, I think he was like 33 of 35. Bucker was. Like, I, I'm going to go with Bucker. Yeah, no, I agree. I'll, I'll go with the Chiefs on that one as well. Yeah, I just I don't know too too much about either of these special teams, but I'm basically just I'm going with field goal kicker here. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's see. Now that we got that, I uh for me with those categories, I have five check marks for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and I have five check marks for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. So I didn't really get anywhere. Yeah, nowhere with that. <laughs> I did all of this and got absolutely nowhere. 
Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with the conspiracy theories. I'm going to go with, like, everybody is picking, picking San Fran, yet leading up into this week, the practice fields has been a little bit of a drama. Yeah. So the San Fran has been complaining about their practice fields where they're at UNLV, the college, and the Chiefs got the Raiders' practice field. And apparently San Fran's complaining that the fields are not up to par. Uh, the sodding that they put in Divas. Is, yes. Maybe a little bit Divas, but maybe also part of the script. Part of the script. And uh, Roger Goodell admitted that he does enjoy the Taylor Swift, uh, you know, attention. The, the saga. Saga. Yes. He's like, uh, it's, he honestly, he just answered the question that everybody or answered what everybody knew why they were putting so much attention on Taylor Swift and he was like oh yeah well there's a whole new market of young ladies that they want to be interested in what football is and it's like no they just want to see Taylor Swift yeah I mean he is trying to like he's trying to go global with this fucking with NFL and he's doing good like they're they're going to Brazil they've been in Mexico Germany London do you think that was Roger Goodell or do you think Brazil was the NFL PA the Players Association. I don't Maybe know. cashing in. They're like, hey, look, we're going to Germany. We're going to London. We went to Mexico. Let's go get those BBLs in uh, Brazil. The, the, okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what it was. I think it was the NFLPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. That, those were definitely the players. There's so much. <laughs> there's so many Latinos down there in this just giant fucking booties. Yeah, and a lot of cocaine. Yes. That's the players. You're right. You're right. All right. He, <laughs> Just saying. Cool. We, we figured that one out. Um, Yeah. Uh, I guess if we – I guess if they go to Sweden, Sweden will probably be another players. Um, Where else would the players want to go? You can't go to Colombia because that's too obvious. Yeah. That's why you just go to Brazil. Um, Peru. It's got to be discreet enough. Yeah, Peru. Peru would be, would be cool. I think Argentina would be dope. That would be a dope players one. Yeah. Um, Italy, no, that would be that would probably be Goodell. Um, yeah, that would be a France, Goodell move. Spain, all of them, that would be all, a Goodell. Um, yeah, I think Sweden, Sweden would be a good players one. That would be fun. Um, <clears throat> I I think we 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 should stay away from Asia, but that's that's not even me being racist. I'm not I'm not I don't give a shit. Well, you know, if they go to if they go to China, it's definitely a Goodell and LeBron move. For sure. For yeah, that's sure. when I will question when, if LeBron has stake in the NFL. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. That's going to be the NBA NFL merger. Yes. That's they're just that's that's just how they're going to do things over there. Um, <clears throat> Japan might be a cool one. Japan would be a cool one. Honestly, uh, having a game in Hong Kong would be dope. Just nobody in America would watch it because it'd be at like two in the morning. Um, let's see. Russia would be dope. They could they could do it in. Um, I think Moscow. every every game would be a snow game. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to have a snow game. You gotta have to have a snow game. Yeah. Oh, dude, it would be like the Patriots back in the day. You know, when there was just snow covering the field. Yeah, you'd have to have a snow game in Moscow. We'll just send the Patriots in Buffalo. That that way they're used to it. Yeah. That perfect. Done. All right, we figured that out. Um. So yeah. All right. Let's let's actually like get our picks in before we get distracted again. Um. I'm doing. I'm going Chiefs money line and I'm betting the over. Cheese wow. money line. Yes. Cheese money line. Cheese money line, and I'm betting the over. Um, I'm I'm putting all my faith in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Um, <clears throat> I think Travis Kelsey has at least one touchdown. Okay. Um, it's it. So my lock for both teams are Travis Kelsey at least one touchdown, Christian McCaffrey at least one touchdown. Uh, Travis Kelsey will not propose. 
not propose. No, he will not propose. Okay. Yeah, I, as much as I really want to say the 49ers, it's just I feel like I can't go against the script. Dude, it's you the it's being played out right there in front of us. Yes. Like it's it it is it's a script. They're trying to distract us with all these dumb interview questions that they have leading up into the um into the Super Bowl, but props to uh that 11-year-old, my boy Jeremiah Fennell, asking all the right questions. Oh yeah, what did he ask? He's been killing it. He actually asked uh or went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes' fantasy football ideal or you know dream fantasy football team, but he couldn't draft any of his player current players that he's um, or any players that he's played with. Okay, what was did did you have his uh, his lineup? I didn't get the whole lineup, but okay. uh, but he's go at, check it out. Okay, but he's asking the right questions. Yes, that's the real. That's, those are the real questions. We don't want to ask the questions where we're going to get the generic fucking answers. Like, yeah, man, we're playing as a team. You know, we're uh, we're trying to win as a team. But you know, like, we got our brothers' backs. You know, we're doing this. Blah 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 blah. We just gotta focus. All starts with the man in the mirror. Like, you know, shut the fuck up. Quit asking those stupid goddamn questions. They're going to give you the same stupid fucking answers. Just different words. Yes. That's so. it. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Chiefs money line over. What are you doing? I'm going Chiefs Chiefs money line. Oh, you're doing Chiefs money line too. Chiefs money line. I think they win. And then I think it's going to be the under, though. I think it's just going to okay. be a it's slow-paced game. So many commercials. Yeah, fair I enough. I can't get into a groove as much. Um, yeah, under. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's, oh, let's go through a little. T- look up with the prop bets. Um, heads or tails? Oh, tails never fails. Tails, tails never fails. Yeah, that's that's no brainer. But do we even know which one is tails now? It's it's like there's like a, a monument or like you know Sacagawea. That is, that is true. That is true. I don't know. I guess it's up to you, right? I I don't know. It's yeah. We'll have to see. Okay. What do you think Usher's first song's gonna be? It's gotta be yeah. I see. I think he's gonna end with yeah. I think he's. Ah uh, no. I think. I think he's yeah, just. That would be the ultimate. It's just. It just seems like it's too perfect. It does. It, I, honestly, that's the reason why. I, it him just being on stage and just like silent for a second. And he's like, peace up. Hey, hey town, town, down. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I. That would be more fitting if it was in Atlanta, but. That's true. Um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be more. Do you really want more? Okay. That'll get them going I think, very yeah, quickly. I think, I think that's a good opening one. I think I, I think you end with, yeah, because, like, you know, actually, a lot of bands, they don't end with the most popular song. They start with the most popular song, and they'll end with, like, a second to most popular song. I've seen a lot of concerts where bands do that. Yeah. You know? Um, <clears throat> like, I saw um, Blink-182 back in the day, and they started off with What's My Age Again? Mm-hmm. But and they ended with all the small things. In my opinion, I think "What's My Age Again" is a bigger song, at least at the time. It it was a bigger song than than all the small things. But they started off with the bigger song. It depends on what your song brings to the table. If it's if it's a starter song, definitely get the people going. Right, right. Um, but anyways, uh, let's see. Prop bets. Tales never fails. Usher first song more. How many songs is he gonna play? Over under, I saw was eight and a half. I think we go over. I think he's gonna. I think he can fit nine different songs in there. Now, obviously, they won't be the full songs, but I think he'll put. He'll he'll do nine different songs. Yeah, more. Uh, burn. Confessions. I wanna make love in this club. I wanna make love in this club. Um, Damn, I don't I mind. I don't mind. That's a good one. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that gets us about already to seven ish. I so. know there's there's songs that I'm not thinking of. 
there uh, here. Look, I'll well, just... and then you never know about those collaborations. What happens? Like if somebody comes in, right? Um, they have other artists that come in and play. Yeah. Um. Oh, my boo. My maybe, boo. Maybe yep. Alicia Keys comes through. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, there's the Usher's got some fucking songs. He's baby. got some. He's got some. I'm gonna go over. Over? Yeah, me too. Make you wanna party. Oh. Um. Oh, with or without you? With or without you? Yeah. Um. Damn, dude, he has some fucking so many bad girl. Yep. yep. So many fucking scream. Good deal. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go over on that one. All right, Gatorade color. I already said orange. So I'm gonna you, go red. Yeah. Both teams are red. Oh, good call. Good call. Um. I saw Kelsey will not propose to Taylor Swift. All right, we already talked about that. Over under national anthem, Reba is, Reba McIntyre is singing it. Ninety and a half seconds is what I was seeing. I go, I slam that over. I think it's over. I slam that over. I, I like. I know she's she's in her sixties or whatever, but like, oh, I think that's she, even more. I would have to say that's even more incentive for yeah. it to go over. See, I think the everybody was saying that the older she you get the the harder it is to hold those notes. Um, so they were saying that that's why it's kind of low this year. Normally it's closer to two minutes. Um, no, I believe in my girl, Reba. I believe in my girl. Slam the over? Slam the over, baby. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> who's going to be the MVP? Well, we got... It's going to be Travis. You think so? It's going to be Travis. Okay. Yeah, 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 you're right. Fuck. Yeah. I, I picked Mahomes. It, it's, it's just, unless there's maybe some just like crazy play and there was no offense ability going on, like there was this was an entire defensive game and like Ward has like two interceptions and one goes for a touchdown. Give it, give it to uh, Travis. Yeah, dude, he's watch. He's gonna have like 125 yards and two touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah, he'll he'll yeah yep yeah, yep. Yeah. You're right. You know what? You're right. I'm I'm. I, Fuck, dude. Sway in your pick. Yeah, you, no, I'm still picking Mahomes, but I might bet on Kelsey. Yeah, no, it's the it, I'm going with the script. I'm just betting the script now. That's and it, you're you're you should. I've got this point. I've gotten to this point, especially when it comes to betting. I'm just fed up because I all my logical and rational answers have not fell through for me. So I'm just gonna bet the script. Yeah, you're leaning into it, which is good. Yes, like a lot of times we fight it. Yes. You and I fight this shit, this type of stuff. We're turning over a new leaf. At least you are. I'll probably fight it. But, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's our uh, our Super Bowl preview. We got some of our prop bets in there. Um, I'm pumped. I can't. I, I'm, it's it's going to be the worst fucking color game because red on red, it's ugh, terrible. But, yeah. are they, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. It's the fucking Super Bowl. It's the biggest fucking game of the year. Biggest sports game of the year. Um, but, anyways... We got some, uh, <clears throat> let's get to a couple of NFL news. We had uh, Dan Quinn is getting hired to the Commanders. Um, Dan Quinn's a good coach. He's, it's not like he's a bad coach. He's he's a better coordinator, but his, he took the Falcons to the Super Bowl, and he should have won that Super Bowl. He was the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks, Whenever he they won the Super Bowl in 2014 with the Legion of Boom, with the Legion of Boom, he was the, the coordinator for that. Um, he went to another Super Bowl. I can't remember where. What the fuck? 
See, Dan Quinn has figured out that he has to change his ways, and one of them is if he doesn't wear a backwards cap the entire time on the sidelines as the head coach, I mean, I know it doesn't look like the most professional, but if he doesn't do it, he's going to fail as a coach. Yeah, I, the backwards hat, I mean, you can you can see Joe and I both, we, we wear backwards caps all the time. All the time. Well, because the thing is, is I want I want good vision. I want to be able to see, and and I don't want to cloud my judgment with like all these shadows and stuff like that. You got to have backwards cap, right? And I have terrible hair, so I'm just gonna wear a hat. Well, everybody looks better with a uh, backwards cap. Uh, I agree. I agree. I like. Even, dude, there's even a lot of girls that look better with backwards caps. Oh yeah, I agree. Like, I'm, I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into it. But um, <clears throat> Dan, this is I. I don't know why Bill Belichick and um, Mike Vrabel Mike Vrabel did not get jobs. This is kind of blowing my mind here. I don't. <clears throat> I can kind of understand why Bill Belichick didn't. Like he's just he's old. You're gonna have to give up way too much for him. Like he's gonna want control over everything. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't want to deal with his personality. Yes, which is understandable. That's fine. The Mike Vrabel thing is really confusing to me because he's a great coach. And what he did in Tennessee with what he had was I thought was incredible. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what I don't know what happened. So there's rumors of some scouts at the Reese uh, Senior Bowl in down in Mobile that <clears throat> yeah, some anonymous sources that have referenced that the reason why he did not get a head coaching job is because of his size and stature is a little intimidating. So the front offices for the open head coaching oh, jobs are little bitches. Yourself. Little bitches. Go fuck yourself. I mean, that's what I want. I want an imposing guy as my head coach of, of a imposing football team, you know? I mean, look, I get it. Dan Campbell is not maybe emotionally as impo- imposing because he probably cried during the interview. He, but, he, probably, he probably did. <laughs> but at the same time, he's a big guy, and look what he's doing with the Lions. Yeah. You know? I mean, dude, he goes out and does the pregame warm-ups with him and everything. I want my guy to be a football guy. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it, <laughs> I'd, pick, I'd pick Mike Vrabel in a fight over every single coach in the league. Maybe, maybe not Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell would be a coin flip. But I picked Mike Vrabel in a fight against, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Uh, all of them. He would probably chuck Dennis Allen across the entire field. Yes. Oh, I hope he would. <laughs> I hope he, like, impaled him. <laughs> or, or maybe Mike McDaniels is going out of the stadium. Yeah, Mike, McDa- Mike McDaniels <laughs> is getting punted. And him and Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Matt yep. LaFleur would get would just absolutely get annihilated. Um, and, and fucking Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Actually, no, Kyle Shanahan would put up a little bit more of a fight. Now, you know what would be an underdog that I think could actually take him? Pete Carroll. Okay. Don't underestimate well, Pete Carroll. A, he's not in the NFL. I That's know. another guy that didn't get a job. I guess they're just not looking for old guys. Yeah, trying to move on. Um, uh, Let's see. The other news from the commanders, Cliff Kingsbury is the offensive coordinator. Um, Tell me you want to draft Caleb Williams without telling me you want to draft Caleb Williams. Yeah, I mean, in the terms of negotiation, you want to kind of keep your side like a secret so you can have that advantage and that leverage. When you're playing poker, you hide your cards from the other players so they don't see what you're trying to do. 
So Washington Commanders are drunk right now. They're drunk, yeah. They have their cards just sprawled out on the table. Don't even know that they have, they're doing it. Or maybe they're Kim Kardashian and, and wore um, those glasses. Reflective glasses. Reflective glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's good. Um, Yeah, I, I – so all of your bargaining power is gone, I guess. Um, Because he did – like, all right, so for the listeners, he Cliff Kingsbury coached – uh, Caleb Williams last year at USC. This was a very. It, it seems to the naked eye to like everybody that it's a very obvious hire. Like, hey, we're going to hire the guy who was the offensive coordinator at USC last year, who coached Caleb Williams to be our offensive coordinator, while Caleb Williams happens to be in the draft this year as the number one. Player, not even, not just the number one quarterback, the number one player in the draft. You're gonna have to trade up to get him too. So yep. like the like that's it's looking like that's the Chicago is probably going to. Well, I don't know. And they're also kind of Which, playing into the ego, though. Also, it, good on Chicago for not to, not not disclosing what they're gonna do with Justin Fields yet. Yes. See, that's how you. Keep your cards up. You keep your cards close to the chest. Yes. You don't want to show your hand like the fucking commander did, pretty much. Basically, like, I think every move that they've been doing, has they've been listening to, like, Kenny uh, Kenny Rogers on, you know, yeah. poker. You got to know when to hold them. No, speaking of country, dude, we are, uh, we're, if you're watching the video, we're drinking out of Red Solo Cups. Um, this is in, in memory of to- Toby Keith, RIP and peace. He was a, uh, I, I listened to him a lot. He was a big part of my, uh, my coming up. Um, he was my college years. Yeah. That and like when, so like, I think like during nine 11, he came out with a lot of patriotic songs and like, I, we, we just kind of rallied around him and like he pumped us up. Like it was really, we were all feeling really patriotic. It was awesome. Um, to, you know, just courtesy of the red, red, white, and blue American ride. He, it was, it was a big part of my, uh, adolescence into my call, into like Joe said, our college years. It was Red Solo Cup came out when we were in college and that couldn't have been a better party song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so R.I.P. in peace to a legend. He was battling cancer, died at the age of sixty-two, very young. It's just, uh, it's not not fun. I haven't been I haven't been great today. It's been a kind of a depressing day for me. But anyways, we're uh, we're drinking out of Red Solo cups in memory of uh, memory of Toby Keith. Um, back to uh, back to the Commanders. Yeah, they they're not good gamblers. They're like me. Yeah, they're like me. Um. Let's see. You got anything else in the NFL? I think that's about it, baby. We just need this uh, this uh, game to happen, huh? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do a little bit of NBA talk. Obviously, after this after this week, we're gonna get a little more detailed into the NBA. We'll probably bring back our segment called OT Dish. I think we're working on we're, we'll work on another segment too. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, let's uh let's dive into some Pal's talk. <laughs> We are on a three-game win streak where it's just it's against the Rockets twice and the Spurs. Like, we don't need to talk about that, but in the fact that we should have probably lost to the Spurs. Yeah, that was that you was know, definitely a close one. Yeah. I Too mean, close but, for but, club. But here's comfort. the thing. 
we won it. That was that. That was my thing. We we made sure we we were able to win in like a last second fashion. Like mm-hmm. that was awesome. It was it was great. I just in those type of games, I I forget who we're playing, <clears throat> and I enjoy that game for the moment. Yeah, for the moment, it was awesome. <clears throat> I and and we got the W. That was basically the main thing. Well, because at the end of the day, it gets put onto the win column, and. When we get to the playoffs, no one's going to remember that. No, nobody. It's just a W. It's just a W. It's, it's just in the W column. Yeah. So, but shout out to Bi on dude, his amazing night. Looking nice. Looking so nice, dude. He's looking so high. It, it is awesome. <laughs> yes. He's just gotten higher. <clears throat> he he keeps getting higher. Just keep playing Creed. Just keep playing that Creed song higher and like smoking whatever the fuck it is you're smoking because it is help it's it's working he got some good shit because he, yeah his not only did he get higher his scores have gotten higher right and i will pay your drug dealer to keep to to keep feeding you that weed whatever he's putting in it i don't care if he's lacing it or not yeah just keep feeding him i mean he went on that five uh three point in a row making he made five three pointers in a row. Five three pointers in a row. Kind of jumbled up that sentence. A yeah, <laughs> words are hard. Words are hard. We're getting to we're reaching that hour point. Once you get to once we start getting to like fifty five minutes, it's just like a brain start to check out a little bit. You yeah, know, it's been yeah. a long day. Yeah, it has been a long day. Um, but yeah, so we got a um, the Pels got a big game tomorrow. Big game against the Clippers tomorrow. Um, we need to win this one. Who the Clippers are on a. Fucking tear in Fuego right now. Yes. Twenty five and five since the Harden trade. Wow. Yeah. Well, Isn't that crazy? That. That's insane. Yes. They are twenty five and five since the Harden trade. Exactly the opposite of what I thought it was going to happen. Same. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. And honestly, dude, I think they might be. They might be in the Western Conference Finals. Like they are looking that good. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, I think they're tied for second in the West right now. Yeah. Um no I they think it's, no it's it's the it's OKC the Timberwolves and then the Clippers okay so they are they might I didn't be know tied they, they yeah. might be tied with the 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 Timberwolves I don't know but I wanted I did want to talk about that um the hottest teams in the in the in the NBA right now the Clippers yep like we talked about the Knicks yep and the Cavs the, oh yeah yes the Cavs are on a fucking roll baby fifteen and one in the last sixteen yeah, games dude. holy shit man. This is insane. Yeah. Um, let me see. It's let crazy. Me. It's those teams that we just forget about. Yeah, kind of. Like, I, I, Cause I, like, I, we didn't forget about them, but it's just like they're not like on the radar. Like, yes. Like all these, like maybe like a Boston or a Milwaukee would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Philadelphia. Well, even. think about the Cavs. The Cavs made their big <clears throat> move whenever they got Spida. But they haven't really made like any real big splashy moves since then. Yeah. And then everybody thought Harden was just going to be the downfall of the Clippers, and that hasn't happened. I think he's he's slowly progressed into a glue guy. It's as slowly, yes. As weird as that sounds, like he was he was a big egomaniac, but I think he's slowly progressed into like a glue guy. He knows his role. He knows he can put up shots. And he just kind of goes with the flow of the game. Do you think after seven teams, like the seventh team, he's actually, you know, figuring out, hey, maybe I'm the problem? (laughs) Hey, at least he figured it out. Yes. Hey, props to him. Yes. Yeah, he figured it out. Like, so now he's like, okay, I'm the problem. Here's how I solve it. So it's good for him. Um, So, Joe, no, the uh, the Lakers, the the Clippers are, I guess technically you'd call it tied for second because Minnesota and Oklahoma City are tied for first. So, ah, got it. 
Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, the West race is still fucking close as hell. First through eighth is still seven and a half games. First through seventh is six games. Like I will say those top four teams though, the, the rest of the West better watch out if, because of the top four teams are kind of making a separation right Dude, now. OKC, Minnesota Clippers and Denver are, they're just, they, they're, they are separating themselves from the rest of the pack. So that's that's why it's imperative, especially as us like Pels fans, we can't wander about right now. No, like, you, we we have to focus up. That's why that, uh, that's why I was emphasizing this game tomorrow against the Clippers. We have to win this game. This is this is like there's not very many must win games at this point of the NBA season. I think this is a must win game for the Pels. Yeah, and we had talked about that last episode too. I brought up that. We need to really start winning above us on the yes. standings. Yes. Like we we gotta like we keep winning a uh, like people that are below us. Sometimes maybe a little scary wins with the San Antonio Spurs, but we've got to get these victories. So yes. yeah, I agree with you. Big game, big game. Um, last thing I have before we go, <clears throat> did you see uh, the Jokic um, pump fake of the century? Against DeAndre Ayton? No, I did not. Uh, look it up. Unless, oh, I did. I yeah. did see that one. Yes, yes. It, it was it, it was the slowest fucking pump fake, but it got DeAndre Ayton so good. So good. It's It was hilarious. I think that play in and itself might have like cost him a max deal. I, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton's been putting up fucking numbers, though. If you look at it, he's been – like the Trailblazers aren't very good. But there, he's been he's been actually putting up fucking numbers. Yeah, but you got anything else? Um, well, I did want to bring up the Golden State Warriors. Okay, you think they're going to go down with the ship? Yeah, you think it's going to go down? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they what? have to because like they were, they the that ship has has won many battles. It has overcome many obstacles. Like. They're attached to the ship. You remember, like, in Pirates of the Caribbean, they, um... The third movie? The third one, yeah. Part of the crew, part of the ship, part of the crew, part of the ship. He becomes part of the fucking ship. Yeah. That's that. That's that's what the, the Golden State Warriors are right now. Yeah. They're, they're going down. They they're just, going... they can't break up the, the, you know, the three. They can't no. break up their three. No. They can't, don't. Don't do it. Yeah. And I mean, Kaminga... Go down with the ship. Kaminga actually recognized that, too. He that's why he was like complaining. He was like, "I need more minutes," and now he's finally getting some minutes, and he's you know averaging over twenty points a game. That's yeah, I, I like Kaminga. Yeah, Kaminga is a good player, and, and yeah, it, it, that's the only way you're going to be able to like move on. But yeah, that's sh- the ship has sailed. It's beyond sailing at this point. It's it's crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. I don't know. Anytime you have Steph Curry, I think you you're you're not completely sunk. I think, but like you know, they're at that point of the Titanic where like people are realizing, okay, this shit, that the, the ship's going down. We got to get off. I think if he can take a team like this, if he can take a team like this and make a run, I think that'll solidify him as one of the top players in the top in three. the NBA. Yeah, yo, yeah, you're top five. Eves. If you can take that, if you can do this, yes. take this team. Yeah, yeah, you can. He should just watch the last dance. He'd be like, "This is my last dance." This is yeah. I mean, I still think Curry has a, a few more good years in him. Um, I don't know if they're going to trade him, though. Uh, that would be wild. That would be wild. Steph Curry in a different uniform? No, I don't think I don't think you can do that. I don't I think don't, you can do it. I don't know. They did it with Jordan. You might just get boycotted by your entire fan base, though. Yeah. This, 
That's true. There's been a lot of like a lot of team, a lot of players that have played for different teams in the later on in their in their careers. Yeah. Um, I mean, Shaq's played for multiple. Shaq played for multiple teams. Like a lot of players play for multiple teams. The LeBron jump bounce around. Like that's just kind of how the NBA is. Like Larry Bird, I think he played for a different team at the end of his season too. He he wasn't with. I think the, I think he stayed with the Celtics. Did he stay with the Celtics? I could be wrong, but you're you're right. These boys ain't loyal. So <laughs> no, I think it's more the it, it's not the boys. It's the it's the uh, it's the organization. That's just it's the organization. The organization, yeah, that's true. Um, it's a it's a little bit both side. I agree. Yeah, career teams, career stats, or yeah, I guess we could no because it'll show teams. what team they're that he's been on. All teams, yeah. So he was just a he was just a Celtics guy, just a Celtics. Um, but you're you're right. I mean, there was some big time names that have gone to different places right. before, and it's just the nature of the game. Damn, I think uh, Magic Johnson was all for the Lakers too. Yeah, yeah. He uh, good for him. Yeah. Anyways, all right. You got anything else? That's about it. All right. We will uh, see y'all next week again. It will be on Wednesday. Uh, because we will be out of commission physically, mentally, and spiritually on Tuesday. All right. Love y'all. Later.